Hey everybody, welcome back to my morning Bible study. Uh, to start off with, I just would just like to thank everybody who has sent me comments and little voice messages and you know, encouraging comments about the podcast that I just started. Uh, I wasn't sure how it would turn out. And, and so I'd just like to thank you. Um, and glad that you understand that, you know, that the comments were said that, you know, this is just like having a, a Bible discussion with somebody. I'm not trying to teach them like so many of the other podcasts out there. Uh, and that was my intention. So thank you very much for all the comments. And with that being said, let's go ahead and, and get into the study. So my morning Bible study this morning was on Ephesians 4, 14 through 15. And it reads, um, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, and that is Christ. Um, in the previous verses to this, in the chapter, Paul was talking about, you know, the gifts given to members of the church by God, such as teaching and preaching, evangelism, counseling, etc. And, uh, you know, these types of gifts are what you'll find with folks in your church, you know, like the pastor and the elders and the deacons and, you know, and the folks in the, in the ministries of the church, teaching ministries. Um, you know, and with comes to these gifts he was talking about the importance of them in you know in developing a mature loving unified christianity uh, based on the truth given by god via the scriptures um and then after he says that then he sort of gives an explanation why you know in verses 14 and 15 and points out the importance of speaking the truth in love um so after doing a little thinking and praying on this passage um this is my understanding of it and and, and what i got the meaning to be uh, so in today's modern, you know, culture, when you look out there, there are many men and women and, you know, there's even whole organizations that claim to be Christian, you know, and teachers of the word of God. Um, but what they are teaching, you know, it, it's not sound doc doctrine at all. Um, they are leading people astray with what they're teaching. Um, and, you know, and, and I've also noticed, you know, the two, I guess you call them most popular different methods of teaching, you know, that, that most folks place Christians in are, um, you know, what I like to call the, you know, the first one is teaching love without truth, you know, and that is the, that's probably the most popular one, you know, this style of teaching, you know, it's all based on the feelings, you know, if it feels right and makes you happy, it's all good, you know, because we're all God's children, they say, and, and he loves us and he wants us to be happy, you know, and, you know, and, or they'll say, you know, oh, God made you perfect. Don't change it. You know, think about you. You're perfect the way you are. He made you that way. Um, you know, and they preach, you know, that if you do something wrong, you know, or or it's not right, just ask forgiveness and God will forgive you. You know, which is true, but not in the sense they're, they're, they're talking about. Um, and the problem I find with this type of teaching is that I see that it's basically, it's based on human feelings. And the problem with human feelings are, you know, is they're fickle. And human feelings are usually me-based, you know, very self-centered. Um, and so that, you know, so, so that method of teaching, it, it tends to lead to depravity. And in the opposite direction of, you know, of what God's really talking about and, and teaching us in the, in the scriptures. And this second method, you know, that I see out there being taught, you know, it's, it's not quite as popular, but it's uh, truth without love. 
you know, I grew up in the South. I've been to many of the old, you know, fire and brimstone type sermons, you know, turn or burn sermons. And, you know, and, and that's this type of teaching. They're, you know, they're, they're teaching about laws and rules to follow and legalism and stuff like that. And, you know, the dim sermons, they're not comfortable at all. Uh, it's not a pleasant experience. You know, and, and this type of teaching, you know, I believe that it promotes a church based on legalism, you know, such as in the Old Testament. Where, you know, where you base everything on a set of laws that you have to follow, you know. And, you know, this way of teaching, it's, it's also opposite direction of, of what God's trying to teach us, you know, and Jesus is trying to teach us in the New Testament, you know. Because we know that works without love, you know, it's, it's, it's for nothing, it just works. Uh, and, this, and this type has already failed. I mean, you can read the Old Testament and, you know, you see time and time again where this type of teaching fails, you know. The law was a failure with us as, as humans, and so you know God gave us a new covenant. Um, and so you know, when you look at new Christians, you know who are still spiritual infants, so to speak, and they're still spiritually immature believers. You know, and they can fall in line with either way of them teachings. Um, of course, I know that most of them tend to fall towards you know the the love without truth type of teaching, uh, where pretty much whatever they they feel is right you know um it's good uh and with that way of, of believing you know you're not attacked and labeled a hater and you know all the other things that are that are said about about christians um so pretty much as long as it's not apparently you know, from the outside looking in you know hurting someone because even though something that physically hurts somebody you know it's it can still be causing them damage on the inside um, they accept that as you know as as the truth that that is their their truth um, and so that is where a, a lot of the new Christians and believers will tend to fall into line with uh, you know because they see them they're just full of big churches you know mega churches you know not all mega churches are like that but but a big percentage of them are you know and, and people see that well if, you know if it's so big like that and that must be, you know, what God wants because he's blessing them. But, you know, in reality, it can be exact opposite. Um, you know, but, but there is a third church out there, you know, a third type of teaching. That it is, you know, they're teaching the, the truth in love. Uh, you know, but culture likes, they really don't like to talk about that, that type of church, you know, because it's hard to to find fault with them. You know, they, they will, but this type of church, you know, it's not politically conducive so to speak it is not uh, conducive and helpful in pushing any kind of political agenda um, and so they tend to just sort of sweep it under the mat and, and, and try to forget about that type of church um, you know and, and brothers and sisters you know I consider myself very blessed to have found a church like that you know where the pastor understands what it means you know to speak the truth and love or, or his understanding of it matches mine I should say uh, and and I believe you know that that it is the truth. Um, this is what God intended, you know, and to speak the truth in love, you know. And this is how you know, as Christians, we need to communicate with each other, you know, and and believers and un the unbelievers as well. You know, this is how we communicate with each other. Uh, you know, as Christians, we're called to live in peace together as a family, you know. And when dealing with unbelievers, you know, we are told to be ready. You know, to make a defense to anyone who asks for a reason for the uh, hope, you know, that, that, that we have, you know, yet we need to do it 
with a gentleness and respect, you know. Uh, I believe you can read that in 1 Peter 3.15 is the passage on that one. Um, and so there's, you know, there's no reason why as a Christian, when somebody asks us about our faith, that we need to be mean-spirited about it, you know, in order to be accurate when uh, when sharing our, our faith with others. Um, you know, they say the truth hurts, you know, but there's no reason that we need to be really blunt and just very bitter with it. Uh, instead, you know, we should speak the truth in love. You know, sometimes, you know, the truth, it is going to hurt. It does hurt. And it's going to be interpreted as just, you know, us being mean. But I guess the point is that if we, you know, if we pray and we ask God, you know, and the Holy Spirit to work boldly in us, you know, and through us to help others come to faith in Christ, you know, wonderful things, you know, they can and wonderful things will happen. And by, you know, and by taking those new to Christianity under wing, so to speak, and guiding them in truth and love and, you know, and speaking in truth and love to them, uh, by doing this, you know, we build and help them mature healthily in Christian, in Christianity. And so we are building a healthy church that way. You know, and um, I always like to keep in mind, you know, that even though like the church I go to, it's not a huge church, you know, but it's a very healthy church. You know, in a healthy church, you know, it is a far more powerful thing than a big church. Um, you know, so those are my thoughts on this, on, on this passage. Um, so, yeah, let me know what you think. Um, and so, yeah, those are my thoughts, brothers and sisters. Uh, thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.